Hello and welcome to a Friday Lines brought to you by Little Birdie TV and topsport.com.au, punting form and manscaped. All your essential items for life. MG, the A-team's back. Nikki's she's warmed up the chair but just wasn't quite up to standard. Uh, and uh, just as I say, welcome to you on uh, International Donut Day. International Donut Day. Did you bring a box in for us? No, I haven't. I'll get some on the way home. My favourite day of the year. Just uh, gives me an excuse to have a few doughies today. So looking forward to it. International Donut Day on your calendar. That's good to see. Um, yeah, the A-team, self-proclaimed, is it? Uh... <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, and let Nikki know all about that, please. Okay. I'm sure she'll be watching, so she'll see it for sure. As we th- uh, welcome uh, Top Rope up there in Orange. Top Rope, how's the week been? Not bad, OB. I, I, I've seen some courageous acts but uh, calling out Nikki moment one of the podcast, I'll tell you what, they're going to start giving you an award if you manage to survive the week, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, well said. I'm taking uh, taking matters in my own hands. Uh, <laughs> MG, before we get started into the AFL and NRL, another big week in sport and a big weekend coming up. Yeah, plenty going on. We've had uh, what the uh, tennis has been keeping up, up at night, or it has for me anyway, with the French Open going on. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it was good watching uh, Rafa Nadal. They keep uh, they keep potting him on clay. I'm not sure the formula they keep coming up with these models of how he was such an outsider against Djokovic and what a match it was for a quarterfinal as well. So, uh, yeah, awesome to be on the right side of it. He's just got to get go and get the job done now. And um, yeah, we've got the women's final coming up as well with uh, Swiatek, your your new favourite tennis player, who's on a uh, a streak of what is she up to? Thirty four or something? Yeah, if she wins the uh, if she wins the final, that's thirty five in a row equals the um, sort of the the twenty first century um, record with Venus Williams in two thousand. Yeah, uh, but she's still got a long way to go to equal Martina Navratilova's yes. seventy four wins in uh, I think it was eighty uh, eighty seven eighty eight. Jeez, you weren't even born then, Ob. Uh, I was, I was, <laughs> I started punting back then, so that was uh, that was my first bet. Yeah, well, she's um, uh, top sports have got her up at a uh, dollar thirteen in the final, so that's uh, prohibitive odds, and uh, only for multi punters, I would have thought against uh, the teenager Goff. So it'll, it'll be a good match. I think she's uh, she'd be value Goff, but yeah, it's hard to hard to pot a bird who is uh, or a female player, I should say, that's <laughs> won thirty four in a row, and she's just dominated, hasn't she? She's um, she hasn't even been close to losing a set, especially in the French. Hello to all our female listeners out there. <laughs> We're in all sorts, well. okay? Going well. We're in all sorts. Oh, oh, I'm God. the only one who's kept his head above water. <laughs> if there's only one of us here next week, you'll know why. <laughs> uh, NBA finals also kicking off uh, today as well. Golden State Warriors dollar sixty five. The Celtics two dollars thirty for the overall series wins. The best thing about that is it's seven games, uh, seven game grand final series. It's just uh, epic. Yeah, it's been uh, well. It feels like the playoff series has been going forever. Uh, it's been about a two month campaign. So the uh, NBA guys have uh, they'll be looking forward to the spell after the next week, week and a half. But yeah, really good, uh, awesome to to watch. Obviously, game one's kicking off, um, and the Warriors are what dollar sixty five favorites in the final, and the Celtics at two dollars thirty. So yeah, hopefully it runs deep, and um, yeah, we can get a six or seven game series. And top rope, uh, the, the the main headline in the NRL this week has been uh, PVL picking the Australian side himself. I don't know if you recall when Vladimir Putin took over from Boris Yeltsin, he was kind of seen as a reasonably moderate guy. And, you know, 25 years later, we're invading Ukraine. Uh, look, when you, when you when you achieve total power, you, you, you sometimes abuse that. PVL's now selecting the Australian team. So a uh, bit of a left-field decision. Uh, to be fair, having looked at this New South Wales team, he would do better than anyone who picked that side. So uh, he's ahead of at least a few of them. But, 
yeah, uh, curious decision. We'll uh, we'll get to the state of origin later in the show. Plenty of di- to dissect there. But last night uh, the NRL kicked off with the Cowboys, thirty-two to six star winners. Um, they they've been quite impressive and probably um, probably surprised uh, us on this show. Yeah, look, I, I had them for the wooden spoon. I think I said in the preseason, guy, this is one of the worst rosters I've seen. And and, and yeah, so total credit to to the coaching that Todd Payton's done. They're rock hard fit. They have conceded. They've not conceded a try in the 20 minutes after halftime now for eight consecutive games, which is a ridiculous record. Uh, the defence has been absolutely top-notch. They're playing, you know, not only with kind of, you know, speed in running, but but kind of speed in decision-making. They're kind of, they're not kind of taking settlers to kind of set up a play to go back to the other side. They're just left to right, bang, 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 uh, playing some great football, the Cowboys. And look, the, 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 the Titans are only missing a couple of players. The Cowboys are missing, you know, four Pretty important players uh, and absolutely annihilated the Titans last night. So, uh, huge, huge win for the Cowboys. Uh, just playing at the time, Justin Holbrook uh, head well and truly on the block after that loss. And uh, did I read correctly that Mel Meninga is still involved, but back living in Canberra? That can't be. That can't be good for anyone. Well, let's just hope he gets back involved in politics. That was uh, <laughs> yeah, one of the great political careers of all time. I think it lasted forty-one seconds and he was out. So um, maybe with PVL kind of you know. Moving his way into Mal's territory, Mal's going to start moving his way back into PVL's domain, that of uh, politics. That's right. Uh, anyway, MG, we'll get straight into it. It's time now for Friday Lines, brought to you by topsport.com.au, family owned and operated for 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust, bet with topsport.com.au, not only for your NRL and AFL action, but also your French Open, NBA, golf. Uh, and any uh, good sporting uh, betting is found at topsport.com.au. But we look at the first match of the round, which is a beauty tonight at Marvel Stadium. Western Bulldogs $1.74 against the Geelong Football Club, $2.10. The line minus 3.5, over under 167.5. If I was a betting man, I think they've got this market totally wrong. What's your take on this? Jeez, we're, we're on the opposite sides of the fence again, Hopey. Uh, my opening line was going to be the bookies, uh, they started the wrong way around and they've finally taken the whole week to get to where the market should be. Um, I was actually surprised Geelong come out two and a half point favourite at the start of the week. Um, there's been very good push for the Bulldogs, as you can see, five point swing now. Three and a half point favourites. Uh, I think that's where the betting should be. I'm, yeah, I'm not sure the reasoning why at the Dome uh, that they thought Geelong should deserve to be favourites. Um, B. Smith coming back for the Bulldogs uh, is obviously a good in. Um, yeah, I, I just think, you know, they're both bringing good form. I mean, this game should be, you know, either or. I think, uh, you know, if I was betting in this game, which I'm probably going to leave, OB, the uh, the margins would be the go the either under 15.5 or under 24.5 is where I'd be looking to uh, partake if I was going to have an investment. Um, you know, Bulldogs coming off three soft kills, so, you know, this will be a good test for them. Um, They've had a couple of easy wins, and Geelong have won now two in a row, which is the first time they've uh, they've broken their sequence of win loss for about uh, eight weeks in a row. So, um, you know, it'd be great, great match. Like it, the scheduling at, the, at Marvel take the weather out of it, uh, which is a bit around in Melbourne. Um, Geelong have got a very good do- dominant record, which is probably what you're hanging your hat on, Ob. That uh, they've won eleven of the last thirteen against the Bulldogs. So it's a sustained run where the Bulldogs haven't had much success. Uh, and the other note, even though I think the total's right around the one 167, it's been back down a little. Um, six of the last seven between these two have gone over. So at the Dome, probably uh, expect some points, even though I think the total's probably about right. So tough game, but a good one to watch. And I, for, for mine, I think Geelong is still the premiership sleeper. Okay. Um, you know, Cameron, Hawkins, I think to Conning down back, Blitzar's running around. 
I think Tom Stewart is in the top three players in the game at the moment uh, on form. He's he's sensational down there. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's just how I see it. But, um, yeah, time will tell in that one. As we look at the NRL, only one game tonight due to state of origin uh, during the week, round 13, Penrith versus the Bulldogs. Penrith, $1.31, Canterbury, $3.60. The line minus 9.5, the over under 37.5. Penrith with some origin players out. It's first versus 16th. Uh, Any hope for the Bulldogs? Yeah, uh, big hope for the Bulldogs. Uh, Go back to this game, the corresponding game last year, uh, the Panthers... Uh, who had Matt Burton in the halves, took on, uh, 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 you know, obviously severely under strength again, took on the Titans, I uh, sort took on the Tigers, and were absolutely smoked, lost 26-6 that day. Uh, they're missing Cleary, they're missing Luai, they're missing Isaiah Yeo, that's their three, uh, their three key um, key playmakers, they're missing Brian Toto, Stephen Crichton, Liam Martin as well. The Bulldogs, to the surprise of nobody, has uh, have, have zero origin players, so they'll be uh, as full strength as they get. So um, I think the dogs coming off the sticky. I'll be I'll be definitely having something like that. The three sixty. Uh, top bet in this one though is is the under. Uh, look, these guys typically play under games. Third in the last sixteen have gone under the total. Uh, the Bulldogs have gone under in fourteen of seventeen of scoring twenty plus. Uh, they're missing all their key playmakers. I'm expecting them to be fairly disjointed. Uh, the defence probably holds, but their attack maybe not so much. So um, I'll be back in the under 37.5 with a great degree of confidence. I'll be back in the dogs straight out at the $3.60. Ooh, you've heard it here first. And just watch for, if they get enough ball to him, watch for a Josh Adokar hat-trick to say to Freddie, up yours. As we <laughs> look to the second AFL game that we're analysing this afternoon, uh, round twelve, Melbourne dollar twenty-five, Sydney Swans three ninety-five. The line minus twenty-three and a half, over under one fifty-three point five. This looks an absolute belter for mine. Um, you know, Stephen May out, Franklin out. That sort of you know um, sort of uh, equalises there. Uh, Salem, Langdon, Harms, and McDonald back in. Uh, Amadi coming in to replace Franklin. This looks a beauty on paper, MG. Yeah, it's a cracker. I'll tell you what, for six matches this week, OB, we've got uh, three that we're covering are uh, the top end of the table. So there's some really good matches, even though we're uh, down a couple this week to look at. This one uh, vies for match of the round as well. It's first v seventh. Uh, Melbourne obviously offer uh, their first loss of the year last year, uh, sorry, last week to Fremantle. So they'll be looking to respond pretty hard. And as you said, four begins, even though they lose May. Um, this is probably their, close to their best side they've put on the park this year. So... I just think there may be a little uh, re-correction during the week. Melbourne might come out uh, steaming the market, certainly gone that way. I think, personally, I, th- I just think with the, you know, this is a good spot for Sydney. Um, you know, they've won nine of the last 11 against Melbourne head-to-head, so they, they've got a really good record over them, and they've covered eight, eight of those as well. So um, for a spot for Sydney, getting almost four goals start, um, you know, I think if I was going this way, I think I think Sydney are the, are the light lean for me um, and I think you can wait late because I think the, the market's only going to move to Melbourne if it is so there's no rush to back Sydney but four goals start at the MCG there could be a bit of weather around and with a lowish total of uh, low 150s in there um, remembering the um, head to head these two teams eight of the last nine have been under games as well so they don't like playing free scoring games so I think four goals start OB with uh, you know a total of, of 153 range uh, is a pretty good bet 
And uh, yeah, just watch for Isaac Heaney here. I reckon he's just due to uh, to come out and play well. And I think Melbourne sort of match uh, sort of just struggle a little bit with that medium size forward. Yep. Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see how how he goes. But I, I like the Swans. Yep. I think at the MCG as well. I think they play their best football at the MCG, which is surprising. They don't play there a lot, but. I think uh, you know Longmire and the assistant coaches up there have got them uh, got them humming for uh, for the MCG style of uh, of game. So yeah, it looks a beauty, and uh, can't wait for that one on mm-hmm. Saturday night. As we look to the next NRL game, which is also on Saturday night, it's uh, Manly a dollar fifty against the New Zealand Warriors two sixty five. The line minus five point five over under forty point five. It's eleventh versus twelfth here. Both both teams struggling a little bit. Manly are probably slightly better on paper, but uh, you just never know what the Warriors are going to pull out. Top rope. I've got a fair idea what the Warriors are going to pull out. Okay? <laughs> it's going to be absolute rot, which they've pulled out pretty much for about the last uh, 10 weeks. So, um, reasonably confident on that front. Uh, Manly, I guess, is the the, the, the variable here. Um, yeah, Manly have been dreadfully out of form, you know, Tom Provojevich, but they've had a very, very difficult run of it lately. Um, they have... Uh, had uh, an incredibly uh, tough little run. We'll just pull it up here and have a look who, they're, uh, who they've played uh, in recent times. But they've uh, in the last six weeks, they've lost to top eight side Cronulla, lost to top eight side South Sydney with a player sent off, beat the West Tigers, lost to a red-hot Broncos, lost to uh, the Eels by two, who are uh, firmly entrenched at the top of the ladder and lost to the Melbourne Storm away at Melbourne. So uh, I'm happy to kind of forgive a lot of a lot of part. I think in that run, only that Broncos loss was heinous. You know, like I think they've, they've, they've done enough for me to want to get back. So yeah, I'll be on the minus five and a half uh, here. They've got a great record against the Warriors, one sixteen of their last twenty-one. I think the Warriors are absolutely on paper. I think you can make a pretty strong case that they're the worst team in the competition. So, um, of course, the Bulldogs can't get out of their own way, so they'll probably still run last, but it doesn't mean the Warriors aren't the worst team in the comp. Uh, do love a bit here, though. Love the over in this one. Eight of the last nine have gone over the total. Manly are a huge over team at Brookvale. 19 of 26 have gone over. The Warriors are 57% over team with an under four or more. Uh, backing the over, max confidence, and backing the Manly Seagulls, minus five and a half. Absolutely no way this game starts less than six and a half, so I want to be on this one early. You heard it. Uh, you heard it first there, punters. Get on and get on now. Uh, as we look at the arguably the uh, match of the round, uh, it's 5.20 at Optus Stadium on Sunday. Uh, Fremantle, $1.91. Brisbane, $1.91 as well. The line is even and the over-under, 160.5. This looks an absolute belter on paper. Third versus second, huge test for Brisbane this. Uh, away from home, travelling across the country, arguably the toughest road trip. Fremantle are in ripping form. They are a little bit hot and cold when they sort of start drinking a little bit of their own bathwater. Um, but this looks a uh, this looks an absolute belter. And um, it, it, it's great that it's on 5.20 on Sunday. Extends out the weekend, something to look forward to. I do like these games and I'm looking forward to it a lot. Yeah, you, you like them because you get to switch off straight after the game finishes. Then then the poor workers have got to start prepping for the Monday show. But anyway, that's another story. The five five We don't need the 5.20 starts on a Sunday. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, this is the cracker. <laughs> best defense V, the best offense here, OB. Um, I think this is match of the round. Um, really keen to bet this. I actually uh, 
put out a little early sting, which I don't think I've done this year for the week week uh, ahead, OB. I, I was staggered that Brisbane weren't favourite in this game, and that's before going in Frio beating Melbourne last week. Um, just think the bookies got it wrong, and then they obviously readjusted the wrong way again and put up plus six and a half at reach again. So had to double dip on this one. Um, you know, Brisbane will start favourites in this game um, and deservedly be favourites. I know it's a tough road trip and everything like that, um, but Brisbane are a better side. Um, I, I, I just truly believe they're the second best side in the comp. Uh, they'll be up for this. McCluggage back in. Still no five for Frio. Um, I think that would have given them a big boost, and maybe that's what the bookies were maybe hanging their hat on a bit, that maybe Fife was going to come back and be another forward option. Uh, they've lost Tabernar. I think he's a big loss because that uh, you know takes away the attention uh, that Lob provides. It's very hard, very different matchup is an OB when they've got a when they've got to guard two big units as opposed to one. So now that allows Brisbane defense to, um, I guess, not be under pressure because that would have been a, an Achilles heel for them. They've got kind of Harris Andrews, and then the next step down is kind of Gardner. So would have been hard to match up to. So I think Tabernard's a big loss in this game. Um, yeah, as I said, I think Brisbane will start favourite. Their offense is absolutely humming. Uh, six straight, um, 100 plus points. Frio hate scoring. The advantage to Frio is that it isn't a night game, so the scoring might be a little low. But yeah, um, hard to tip at pick now, but really like Brisbane at the plus. But uh, the over keeps dropping. Uh, sorry, the total keeps dropping, 164 to down to 160. I think this is an overplay head to head between these two. These two teams, six of the last seven games have gone over OB. So Brisbane and over for me. I'm keen. I know you've always liked Brisbane. So, uh, yeah, we'll um, watch that one with interest, definitely. As we go to the third match uh, of NRL analysis, which is on at a slightly better time, 4.05 on a Sunday, uh, Canberra Raiders 2.45 against the Sydney Roosters, $1.57. The line 4.5 over under 40 and a half there. Raiders inconsistent. The Roosters look like they're hitting their straps. I, I heard on uh, heard during the week top rope that um, the Roosters are your third pick behind the Storm and the um, uh, the Panthers. Panthers. Um, so yeah, should uh, any hope the Raiders here? Uh, I don't think so. Where where I'm at, like the Roosters have three Origin players, the Raiders have two. But uh, look, the Roosters missing missing the great James Tedesco, but. Uh, I think the Raiders have probably been hard hit here. They're missing the two best players, Jack White and Josh Papali, so two most impactful anyway. Uh, Raiders have covered one of their last nine as a home underdog, nine of their last 25 day games, 12 of their last 31 at home full stop. So uh, I, I like Joey Manu at fullback. I think you know, he, he, he he's a much stronger player when he gets his hands on the ball. And when he plays 5-8 or fullback, the Roosters have a 10-1 and one. Uh, so I'm going to go with uh, the Roosters to cover this spread here. I think they can get the job done. I, I think, you know, Trent Robinson's got these guys kind of firing now, and, and, and I think we can kind of see run away with a fairly comfortable victory. For those after uh, a bit of the old Ric Flair, I'll be back in the 13-plus and the 19-plus Roosters lineups. I watched the Roosters last week against the Sharks, and they were very, very impressive. I know uh, during the week there was a lot of talk around uh, the Sharks and, and, and Fitzgibbon are up against his old mentor, but they were uh, they were simply outstanding last week. Yeah, uh, real real good side, real, real good here at this time of year. Uh, uh, quite two sides kind of vying for that you know, top of the second tier uh, sides, and, and the Roosters really made a mark. And I think they, they they showed that they've got got some gears, uh, and they can really kind of elevate up to to, to that top level, kind of at the business end of the season. So. Uh, yeah, I don't think the, the road doesn't worry the, the, the Roosters at all. I, I just think that they're, they're, they're going to be too good for a, a Raiders side that 
you know, really is going to struggle to find points without Jack White. As we go to the uh, other games of AFL, um, I know there's a few uh, belters on for this uh, weekend, but there's a couple of duds as well, MG. <laughs> I can't say that as an, as an AFL employee, but Adelaide West Coast, uh, the Crows are $1.11. Uh, West Coast seven dollars. The line minus thirty eight and a half. Over under one forty seven point five. Taylor Walker back in there. Anything there? Yeah, it's not. This is not a highlight for the round. Um, might be watching the racing during this one. One team's lost five straight, and the others lost seven. Um, it's not. It's not a good game. There's rain forecast as well, just to make it even more cloudier. Um, and the line's gone from thirty three to thirty eight and a half. Ob. So yeah, this is not a game I'd be touching. West Coast have lost their last seven by an average of fifty two, or sorry, all at least by fifty two points. So it's you know it's just hard to come in either side. But I oh, can't front up to back Adelaide at a big minus either. So yeah, not a game for me. As uh, the Gold Coast up there at their home away from home at TIO Stadium in Darwin, they're a dollar oh nine against the Kangaroos seven fifty. The line minus thirty nine point five, and the over under one sixty three and a half. Uh, not sure if you watched the game last week at TIO. Very scrappy. Um, so this one's starting a little bit earlier, a little bit of uh, you know, sort of twilight game. You certainly did watch last week's Gold Coast were a, a very good bet uh, against your your mob. I think um, I don't know. Someone owes me a bottle of goose that was was on the show. I think I'm not sure who that might be, but uh, yes, no. Gold Coast are very good. They stayed up there during the week as well, so they'd be well acclimatised and everything like that. I think it's hard to tip big lines here. Um, but Gold Coast uh, will smash the Kangaroos, and it's just what kind of mood they're in. Um, it's, the line has checked from 44 down to 39 after teams. Gold Coast do lose Casbolt, which has just checked it a little. Um, but I, I just think the Kangaroos have lost their last seven by uh, all by four, at least 47 points. So they're getting absolutely torched the Kangaroos. They've got a big road trip. Gold Coast are acclimatised up there. It's going to be like a home ground for them. I just think they'll run rampant. So... Yeah, 39 and a half if you're having a bet. I can only tip the minus. Heard it here first. Jason Horn francis will be playing in Adelaide next year. Right. No doubts in the world. He'll be playing for the Crows anyway. We'll, we'll touch on that another time. <laughs> and the final game we'll go through is Hawthorne, $2.50. Collingwood are in ripping form at the moment, $1.53. The line, 10.5. Over under, 168.5. This is where Sam Mitchell's at his best. Don't write off the Hawks, MG. Don't write them off. Yeah, they've lost five of their last six, so they're hard to come into at this stage. How they beat Brisbane, well, it was down in Tassie, but they beat them by five points. Uh, that was a bit of a question mark. So I'm saying the Hawks are travelling great here, OB, uh, and to come in. There has been money for them, plus, plus 12 to plus 10. <laughs> they were awful last week, awful. They were awful. I think Collingwood are going well enough here. It's not a bad spot for them, minus 10.5 at the G. There is a bit of a weather watch. That's probably the only thing, because I, I think Hawthorne are a very good weather, wet weather football side. Um, they love their footy down in Tassie, obviously. Um, just think this is a good spot. I think Collingwood up and about 10 and a half. I'd rather shade Collingwood in this game. Uh, no other NRL games to go through, but the the, the highly anticipated uh, great sporting rivalry is the state of origin. Uh, New South Wales, $1.62. Uh, Queensland, two thirty-five. The line is minus 3.5 over under uh, is 35 and a half. Uh, Top rope. I don't know how to. I don't know how to spit this out, but is Freddie Fitler just getting a little bit complacent and um, you know trying to help Queensland at all? Uh, sure, seems that way. Sure, seems that way. Where Freddie's um, what Freddie did really, really well for the first few years in charge of the Blues was just really stamp his own identity on it. 
you know, as weird as that identity is, you know, they're walking through wet grass, bare feet, you know, a field of ground, all that kind of hippie rubbish. Uh, it was something that really was Freddie. Yeah, he, he marched to the beat of his own drum and they picked a tune based on based on kind of you know, Freddie's view of the world uh, and, and kind of history be damned and all that kind of stuff, and it's worked. This year, he's picked a team that's been very reactive to Queensland, like this whole, you know, yeah, seeing ghosts on the wing. Kevin picked Daniel Tupo ahead of Josh Adekar. Josh Adekar has been playing on a very bad team. He's been playing very, very well. And, and considering the series he had last year, absolutely disgraceful he got dropped. Yeah. Why Tariq Sims in the side angle is quite not – I'll never know. So, you know, where New South Wales have classically run themselves into trouble with was a kind of the arrogance in selections. And this is a very – yeah, this is a side that's both arrogant in its um, – in its approach as well, kind of you know, highly defensive. So I'll yeah, stand by it. So, um, but all I'll say is this, though, B, I hope Freddie Fitler continues to coach New South Wales from now and for decades to come because I do not want to see him anywhere near the Canterbury job, as has been touted all week. And I saw during the week that Michael Maguire was sort of um, a little, you know, might have been sort of earmarked for the Canterbury job and, and, and you weren't totally against it. Uh, I wasn't totally against it because he's not a moron like Brad Fittler or, uh, or, or or his predecessor, Trent Barrett. So um, kind of someone just going to say, look, I'm not not in love with Michael Maguire. Certainly not kind of yeah, my number one selection to kind of coach the Bulldogs. But considering who the, who I'd say the, the unbackable favourite is at the moment, I'll, I'll, I'll grab anyone, to be honest. Uh, and just finally, a tip, uh, New South Wales, Queensland, for the uh, for the punters out there? Couple of early thoughts. We'll put a we'll put a sheet out in the G, uh, GGA OA special uh, out uh, over today or over the weekend. Uh, I'll be back in Queensland. Hoping I'll, hoping we can get a, a little bit of plus four out there. There's some chance we will. Uh, and I'll be back in the under. Uh, yeah, forget last year's one. Opening games typically under game, so uh, we came in the under early. Thank you, Top Rope. And a reminder to punters, you can uh, locate GGOA for $20, $22 a week in the littlebirdie.live shop for all your NRL betting action. Keep an eye out for the State of Origin mail to drop very shortly. Uh, thank you, Top Rope. Good to see you again. Good to be back, MG. Thank you. Uh, a reminder, the AFL Stings can also be located in the littlebirdie.live shop for $22 a week for all your AFL betting action. Uh, that's a wrap for this week for Friday Lions. Thanks again to MG. Thank you to Top Rope. You can follow us on YouTube. Find us in the Apple Store, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Follow at Little Birdie TV on Twitter or the Instagram. Remember, all your footy betting action can be found at topsport.com.au. We'll be back next Friday. Don't forget to join Nikki on Monday for the first look with all the weekend's action in review. Have a great weekend. Punt well, punt responsibly, and go well. Go well.